welcome to What'd You Do This Weekend? What'd You Do This Weekend? What'd You Do This Weekend? With Hillary Campbell and Derek Bachelman. We're two hilarious people and obviously best friends, but we live on opposite ends of the country, so we like don't know what the other person did this weekend. And every Monday we're here to ask the age-old question, what'd you do this weekend? It's like the one true equalizer. Weekends and death. Death, taxes, and weekends. Yes, literally we should make shirts. Listen as we have literally amazing guests each week to tell us about their weekends and sometimes they're the same as us but sometimes they're totally different maggie smith's downton abbey character once asked what is a weekend and we're here to answer the poor woman well listen i just had a moment where i was making fun of survivor and then 10 seconds later i was crying so (laughs) i was like I went from like, this is so stupid. Why do I even care about this show? And then full on tears streaming down my (laughs) face because someone got reunited with their wife, you know, like in the episode where they bring their family members on. And I was like, I'm not above it. You know, I thought I was for a minute there. And I'm what season are you on at this point? I don't even know. I'm walking my (laughs) way backwards, actually. Oh, you are. I started with like later and then I'm just kind of going back backwards and it's <laughs> called ghost island so i don't know what number it is but Ooh. maybe 37 um jesus <laughs> i never thought i'd be this person i've said it many times but anyways and after that you know what i'm gonna do after this after we do this i think i gotta go watch the original top gun so i can really i literally did that two weekends ago so you're gonna yes. have to hit me up <laughs> yeah i'm gonna do it because I need to, I have seen it once, but it was so long ago that I couldn't actually tell you anything about the movie. Are you doing it in prep to see the second one? Yes, I want to nice. see, yeah. And Frank and I are going to go and, and obviously, well, we're obviously going to go. And then, um, but we want to see it like in like massive IMAX or something to really. I feel like it's the type of movie to do that. Yeah, for get the full experience. I plan on eating my weight in popcorn. Um <laughs> So it'll be a good time. It should be fun. But anyway, so our lovely guest this evening, her name's Mindy Tucker. Perhaps you've seen her taking picture at literally every comedy (laughs) show in New York. (laughs) Uh, To me, she's famed photographer, really. And when you think of comedy in New York, you think, was Mindy there? Is she going to be taking the photos? Because she's so good at it. And I know that you didn't even mean for that to happen, Mindy, but it did happen. And it, it, did. it became your... It did. But welcome. Welcome. Thank you for coming and talking to us this evening. Oh, you guys. I'm so happy to be here. And this is a really good week to do it because my... Oh, shit. Because the sun was out, too. Yeah. Well, my weekend was nuts. And I rewarded myself with an entire pizza. And- <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> I actually ate a shit ton of pizza this weekend as well. So I know... I, I had maybe a similar weekend to you. I was going to say, I also had pizza. So that's already, Whoa. we're starting with this commonality. Yeah, we oh deserve God. it. <laughs> we deserve it. Pizza mm-hmm. party. Yeah. And the pizza whole thing, party. frankly, if My that's nephew, where you're at, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. yeah we're, well, I'm we at a place of pizza. Pizza should be eaten on the weekends, too. You know, it <laughs> makes sense. So, Mindy, let's just start we're, we're, Friday night. Where did the world find you on Friday night? Yeah, so so much has happened that I kind of uh, have... You don't even know? I kind of have already forgotten what Friday night I did. 
Mm-hmm. Um, think. <laughs> because, think for a moment. Because on Saturday, I photographed a wedding. And, oh. uh, and people have this idea. I, th- I don't know. I think photographers might resent photographing weddings or something. Sure. I, yeah. I love it. I love it. You're like, let me soak up that joy. Well, I here's the thing about me, okay? If do you Let's, do you know? I want to know. I I was telling people about this at the wedding, okay? Um, do you know the old guidance counselor thing? If you had a million dollars, what would you do? It's an, it's an old question. I, oh, I okay. I don't know that, but it's okay. Yes, I like it. That they used to do to try and like um, figure out what you might want to do as a job. And yeah. for me, uh, if money was no object, I didn't have to worry about anything. All I would do mm-hmm. is I would go around and I would photograph people's birthdays and when babies were being born, weddings, yes. and then I would also yes. mix in some like Sunday mornings, just whatever errands you're doing or whatever. Oh my God. I live for this stuff. You live, you live for I life. I live maybe. for it. And I'm, I'm a, I, you know, a long time ago, I thought I was a rebel and I'm not, I'm just, in, <laughs> I'm not, I'm an, I'm an incredibly sentimental it. person. So, uh, yeah. so if someone that I really love is getting married, uh, I'm also kind of a, kind of a work bitch. And I'll think about sure. like, well, I mean, who is going to do the photos? And are they going to be weird? Yeah, and what's their vibe going to be? Yeah, yeah, like, oh, no. It sounds like I yeah. should do it. <laughs> yeah. And, oh, oh. and so, um, yeah. So I I was so excited about doing the wedding that I, 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 I like, trained for it. Because wedding, wedding is... Yeah, you got to Yeah, it's a shoulders. physical it's a physical activity. You're running and gunning for like, I don't know, somewhere between 6 to 8 hours. And so yeah, and so time. last week I was doing my Williamsburg Bridge workout where I just walk all the way to Manhattan and back. Oh, yeah. Um endurance training yeah. and um and Friday I think was like a rest day and then I I didn't want to be thinking okay. about anything on the day of the wedding so Friday night uh-huh. I finished every single edit and email that I owed anybody else while watching Night Court Love oh that. hell yeah <laughs> who was on Night Court who what cases okay do you remember uh, I just have been watching it just all the way through because I don't know if it's a glitch in the matrix or what's happening for a while you could get it but you had to sit through commercials i don't okay. do that so you have no <laughs> no so i wasn't watching it and then out of desperation friday i clicked on it and i don't know why but there's no more commercials oh my god well it's, um, it's the lord's little gift i've heard they're doing you. a revival of that mm-hmm. too actually i'm concerned I'm pretty excited. <laughs> I'm concerned because Dan Larroquette is like the only person mm-hmm. who's coming back. The rest of them have passed on, and then oh, yeah. Richard Mall doesn't want to do yeah. it. Um, 
And oh. so he's, as the kids would say, problematic. So I don't know what they're, um, <laughs> unless they're going to Almost everyone's problematic from a certain time backwards, yeah. you know? Like, you, you could say yeah. it about almost anyone, I feel. Michael That's, Michael J. Fox well, makes an appearance. Wow. Okay, so court. maybe they're... Mm-hmm. So does Fran Drescher. Ooh. Oh my God. So does, so does the mom oh from Happy Days. Queen. And obviously, obviously Mel Torme also has several appearances and and they're yeah. great. Yeah. But it's just a, it's just a good, like, oh I my love God. this. I need to go and re- like watch it because I've only seen an episode here and there. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta get to it's it. It's just something to turn on that's like not sad. Mm-hmm. I love no I mean that is so much of law stuff like you you just are like I'm just going through the facts basically I'm getting like I'm going through the case I'm going through the facts like I'm <laughs> and that's like I I get addicted to that noise level as well it's also just great to have like a comedy to sort of like lull yourself into right things aren't that bad <laughs> absolutely absolutely <Yes. laughs> um okay well I gotta watch it yeah okay I have questions about the wedding stuff. I, um, I know, we I have to get don't Friday like, first. Yeah, I don't want to jump ahead, but I'm, I'm intrigued. Well, we're going to get to our questions. We're going to get to them. Good for you for attacking that many emails, though. Yeah, Friday, I just, I know. wanted to, yeah, I just of, wanted that is a lot of work. to go into Saturday with a, just a clear head. Yeah. So wise and so um, very adult of you, very prepared. Um you know, looking into the future. Derek, what did you do Friday night? Um, Friday night was pretty low key for me. Um, I think, what did I do? I, oh, I ordered my pizza was a Friday night experience. Oh, nice. (laughs) Yes. So I got pizza and I watched uh, Fire Island on Hulu that just came out. Is it great? I haven't watched it yet. I loved it. I loved it so much. It looks Um, great. Honestly, like I went in and I was like, I'm really hoping that this is going to be good and not let me down. And yeah, I mean, it was a loose adaptation of Pride and Prejudice and it was held together by that enough that I thought it was good. And I just, I don't know, I'm so used to watching like, I think when I was younger, when I would think of like films with like gay ensembles, I feel like Mm -hmm. I would think really low budget or like really indie and it's mm-hmm. there's some something really thrilling about seeing like a mainstream movie like this, absolutely, you know, in that and setting like, and with those people. Uh huh. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I loved budget, it. It was funny. Romantic. Big budget <laughs> stars, like you know, bring out all the stops. Exactly. I'm so excited to watch it. It's like it's on my list for this week. And highly and the recommend. Tra- the trailer alone made me have like a giggle fit, and then maybe like tear up, <laughs> tear up too. I was yes, like, oh, it, it's definitely moving. There were parts where oh. I was like, "Oh, this is hitting me in the feels." Um, and it made me excited too for Billy Eichner's one that's coming out later. I think in September, Bros. So I'm hoping. Oh, yeah, I want that one to be good as well. <laughs> I bet it. I bet it will be. I mean, why wouldn't? I hope it, so. You know? Yeah, but that, I mean, that's pretty much all I did on Friday. It was really, like, low-key, but it was very I also didn't do anything. Yeah, I had a similar... I was going to say, Alex is actually in Hawaii, so I feel like I'm trying to, like, just look after myself and have fun (laughs) and not think too much about how much fun he's having. So that was sort of my... (laughs) Are you meeting... Wait, wait, are you meeting him there? 
I am meeting Alex in Hawaii. So he right. went before me. Um, he's there with his parents right now. And then I'm going to jump okay. in for the next island sort of that they jump to. How cool to meet someone in Hawaii. That's like, wow. <laughs> I know. I would say well, most yeah. people can't say that in their life. They can't go, well, I met them in Hawaii. That's like a sentence. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever get to say that sentence. So you know what? It's my goal now to proud. make you. I'm going to move to Hawaii just to force I gotta you to meet come somebody meet me there. You know, I actually have family <laughs> on the Big Island too. But I. Oh my god, that's actually where we're going. I should go. You can go hang oh out gosh. with my Aunt Mary Kay and T and Terry. That's what so a fun cool. Couple. Do you know what um, city they live in? Not to like God, dox no. them. Yep. Yeah. No, we're going to bring up everything we know about them. No, I don't know though. I still wouldn't even do it if I wanted to. Nice. Um, so, okay. So you had, so Friday, I also didn't, I, I also wanted a quiet night cause I knew we oddly, I don't know if it's like first weekend of summer or something had like a million barbecues to attend this weekend, multiple <laughs> invites. So then I knew I was like, Oh, I'm not doing anything Friday. Like no one can, no one can drag me out anywhere. And so I, I, I made some pasta and then I found this movie on Turner Classic that I'd never seen before hmm. with Doris Day called Jumbo. And okay. it's Doris Day's father runs a circus and she's in the circus and it's I a musical. This. It's a musical, okay? It's not <laughs> good, but <laughs> let me say it's fun. Like there's fun. I mean, numbers. how could you go wrong with that sort of a setup? No, I think um, the what's not good actually, unfortunately, are the songs. Oh. Like the plot and that kind of stuff can and like the interactions between all, you know, the basically it's that I actually felt like I was watching a musical version of Nightmare Alley, to be honest. I was like, if you took Nightmare Alley and tried to make it funny and you're like, yeah, the, the head of the, the head of the circus is a drunk. He keeps gambling all his money away. And that's like Doris Day's dad. And then there's some new guy that shows up and like wants to like sleep with Doris Day. Like, it's like very, I don't know. There's not a it, Nightmare Alley is not far off, but this, you know, this is a, <laughs> not, this is not a serious dark movie, but it's some, this new guy shows up and is like, you know, very much like, filling in casually all the roles and he's clearly worked on every circus and all of a sudden he's like walking the tightrope even though he didn't tell anyone he could and everyone's like who is this man you know and then um doris day's still single running around the circus and she believes in it so much and she, okay but this is i actually only watched it halfway because i realized that it was going to be emotionally terrorizing because it's named jumbo much okay. like dumbo huh. It's about a beautiful elephant. Oh. And the elephant is the big main draw of their circus. Dorsey loves Jumbo so much. Okay. And they have this all these fun numbers they do together. Jumbo winks at everybody. Cute as a muffin. I loved Jumbo. <laughs> but then I realized the plot was heading toward like someone's trying to steal Jumbo. And it's the guy. It's the guy that's trying to now <gasps> date. Doris Day and I so was like a spy what? from another circus or something. He is literally his he his dad wants to steal Jumbo for their circus so they can be the better circus in town. Oh my god! And I went. I can't watch this elephant go through any trauma tonight. I went. <laughs> I watched halfway and I was like, I'm not. I I'm I out. can't even watch the movie Dumbo. Like I. But I mean, Dumbo is like really so traumatizing. Sad. No, it is. In it your is. defense. <laughs> no, it's way too sad. It's way too sad. So then, when I even thought the movie might be headed that way, I went, "I'm out." 
I'm out. Like, but the music was, I don't know, but there were some fun numbers, I guess. And I should probably just finish it, you know. Obviously, it might be less tense in your end. I know, I got really nervous. I got nervous. And then I was thinking about how, like, Doris Day was such a huge animal lover. And that's like, you know, she like died with her dogs and like gave all her money. I think to, she like didn't want a funeral, right? And a couple of years ago, and every like everything went to like animal support funds and everything. She's a huge animal lover. So then I at least chose to believe that all the animals on this set were treated properly, because as I said, if Doris Day is that serious about it, I want to. I'm telling myself that the seals and the elephants and the horses are all having like a really good time. Nice. As um, long as they're protected by doors. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, I told myself that, of course. You I mean, know, I'm going to help you find that line. I don't know. <laughs> um, but, but that's, that's what I, that's what I did on It Friday. actually sounds really fun. Yeah, it's just me. Frank was out um, doing wine business shit. Um, <laughs> so, okay. So then that is that. And then, so we all had quiet quiet Fridays as they call them um so Mindy that could, now we get to finally ask you about all this stuff that happened. well Tell us about I woke up and everything had some coffee while watching Fire Island oh there it is yes. there it is oh my god yes and uh and I literally just laid in bed drank coffee relaxed watched the whole thing and then I briefly considered should I do like an Instagram carousel, like a proud mom of like all the boys of, of all the, of, of all of them because yeah. there were so there were so many of them, but then I started getting preemptively stressed out because there are so many of them in the archives that then I would have had to like gotten up, like like, like, I, couldn't, like I couldn't have done ever it. taken of them. Yeah, I couldn't have done it on my phone. That's like, it's, yeah. a, it's a lot of pictures. Yeah. And, um, and then, and then I have a lot of older pictures of them in, in uh-huh. uh, uh, two. And what if they don't like those now? That's, oh my God. Photos have a weird <laughs> lifespan. Like, yeah. like right when you get them, you might like them. And then like five years later, you've done a glow up and then you're really embarrassed of the photos. And then, oh, you never looked like that. What? I can't believe this. Yeah. Or like, what about yeah. that clothing <laughs> choice? Or I'm five pounds yeah. heavier there or whatever. Yeah. But then curiously enough, the pendulum swings back the other way. And when you hit 15, 20 years People are like, oh, okay. my God, I'm so glad you have that photo. Oh, my then the God. And the nostalgia kicks, the nostalgia yeah. kicks know, in at a certain You point. don't ever know where you're at on the pendulum. And then I was, sure. was going to have to be thinking about that. And, and, and then I was like, Mindy, you've gone and made a beautiful movie. It's not <laughs> about a straight white lady. And yeah. you've somehow yeah. just made it yourself. about yourself. <laughs> so just stay in bed. <laughs> And stop it and just don't do anything. Just don't do anything. Don't do it. Don't social media. Just don't. And next time you see him, be like, good job. Yeah. That's my role in this. Good job. We give him a high five. (laughs) I mean, I also would have loved the photos, though, from like a fan perspective. Because Maybe I am day. so proud. I'm so incredibly <laughs> proud of them, and yeah. and I, I was like kind of taken out of the movie 
because I was so proud and, um, and just watching your friends on screen, you just go, Oh my God, Oh my God. Yes. But also they're doing kissy things and, you know, and, and like, you know, like, (laughs) am I supposed to see that? No, I'm a, I, I am. Yeah, I right. am. They filmed it. They filmed <laughs> it. They, yeah. Oh my god! Am I a <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> Because I try so hard in the pictures to like respect yeah. um, boundaries and. <laughs> sure. And then all of a sudden you're seeing everything. You know. Someone call them up their mothers. I think they weren't supposed to make this movie. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited to watch it. Yeah, it's um, really good and it's so beautifully shot and they just all do yeah. such a great job. Um and I can't think of a better way to start your day. Coffee and that, like that would have put me in a yeah, great it really mood for like did. the entire really rest of did. the day. Who here is actually who here has actually been to Fire Island? No. Okay, none of us. None all right. Of us. I feel, okay. I feel like my job is to I mean, never I will ever say, like, go there. Um, right. No, I I was really <laughs> asking to ask Derek. <laughs> I feel like it's one of those things where I feel like I I feel like it just seems like too much effort yeah. in a weird way. And I feel like I just didn't know like what phase of your You're life that that I don't know. It just didn't, it happen, didn't happen for me when I lived in New York. And that's not to say that I can't. Now maybe the movie made me want to go, though. I'm like, oh, my God, I want to just go on an island. You know? <laughs> it's still allowed. Yeah, that's going to be my it's goal. still allowed. <laughs> in five years yeah, when I am decrepit. When you're like, just falling apart at the seams, you'll have a go wild summer experience. I will say, though, I feel like everything, like, in terms of the Hamptons, like, even Long Island, like, Fire Island, all of this stuff feels close until you really start to think about it and then i feel like it's a lot farther than you think from the city too much effort and i just like to to me yeah exactly i think i lived in new york for like four years maybe and i feel like i only ever went to like long island a few times the hamptons like once like i feel like if we had a car when you lived here we would have done so many but we did not have a car that's true and and that keeps a lot of people in their place Keeps them right there. You don't ever try to dream too big. You don't have a car, you know. Um, and but that's just because now that having I don't have a car, but Frank has a car, and there's like so many other things you like I you am able to do with just more ease. Obviously, if you really are up for it, you can get on that train. But sometimes that's a really emotional and trying experience, and. Um, and that's the end of that thought. I don't have another thought for that. Um, okay, so you, okay, so, all right, so you, you coffee, movie. Okay, and then what? And then panic, then you panicked. Um, and then, and then what, Mindy? Made things about me. Uh, yeah. Finished my coffee. Um, and then Great. I had one last uh, email that was so taxing to write because it involved math and logistics um and so I was like Mindy just you can do it you can do it just do it and I did that and then um I just leisurely made way to the studio after that and the wedding was at um like 6 45 and it was right next to the studio I mean 
Yeah, oh, it was in, it's right in next to the studio, nice. and it was a uh, for what for weddings. It was a smaller size wedding, and because it was so close to the studio, mm-hmm. and because the bride didn't want the whole like just nutso portrait session of every single person who came to the wedding afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 <laughs> me with her. Then exactly. Me with, me with her. Like, and she him. didn't want that. She <laughs> wanted like one photo of the two of them, and then the rest of it, like you know, party candidates at the at the reception. Yeah, fun stuff. Those are the better photos yeah. anyway. Those it's are the great the ones. I think. Yeah. Yeah. If anybody's considering a wedding, I will tell you the one thing to think about is that it's kind of the only time that you're going to have your whole entire extended family together. So as previously mentioned, yeah. I'm a big sentimental marshmallow. <laughs> and if your grandmother is yes. at the wedding and you don't let me take a picture of yeah. you with your grandmother, I what, what am I here for? I got so. I mean, so that's why people do that. Is you know, those photos—they're kind of cheesy, and I—I don't think anybody enjoys doing them. But I also don't get offended when people ask for them. And there's some photographers who do, who are like, "I'm Uh shooting a pure journalistic style," and I'm like. I'm like, no, you don't want a picture of everybody together to get over yourself. Um, Anyway. This bride didn't want that, and so the opportunity that it opened up for me mm-hmm. was I didn't get a photo mm-hmm. assistant who's like a photographer who like knows how to do stuff. I called in the big guns. I called in my best friend Megan, who has come to comedy shows mm-hmm. with me since oh my god, since like two thousand five or six. She doesn't have anything to do with comedy, but she knows some of the comics. She's helped me out on shoots from time to time. Uh Like, she was my photo assistant. I did the cover for John Mulaney's New in Town. Megan was the photo assistant. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So I I just, like, I bring her in for stuff that's, like, cool. And a lot of it is just about, like, don't be a weirdo, you know? And um and, life actually, you know. Yeah, and help me carry stuff. And so yeah. this was like so decidedly a Megan thing. And mm-hmm. when she said yes to it, I just was like, everything's going to be perfect. And it was and a friend of ours was the officiant. Oh um, fun. A guy that I've been documenting. I've been documenting this guy, his name is the Reverend Vince. I've mm-hmm. been photographing Vince since the year 2000. Oh my gosh, huh? And so you put a book gosh. together of him. Yeah, there's actually there's a documentary coming out about him. It's coming out really? like I think I think this year. Um, nice. But yeah, he was the officiant, so it was oh, it was like man. this worlds collide. Yeah. Vince was there. Megan was there comedy people were there and um and that was wild like it's there's very few times where the vince archives have crossed over with the comedy archives it's so rare it's so rare i have it tagged in the archives as like 
uh-huh. like the arc, event, like the archives are intersecting. Like when people from Alabama interact with comedy, that gets tagged. Yeah, what? It's like, oh wait, what's happening? There's a crossover episode. How could it, how could it be? <laughs> like Munch showing up anywhere. Um, that is so fun. I actually had a weird crossover thing in my life on Saturday. So it's funny that you bring that Ooh, up. What was yours? I was gonna actually before we yes. get out too far away from the wedding I wanted to ask what percentage of your photography is like event like wedding oh it's really rare like for comedy. me to do them uh yeah. because uh I I do them when it's somebody who um I've been photographing already for like a really long time so if it's like a close friend or the person that I was shooting this weekend, they've been coming to me for photos so long that we started back when I used to photograph out of my apartment. And, right. um, yeah. and again, oh gosh. obviously it's just going to become clearer and clearer the sentimentality. I, mm-hmm. I used mm-hmm. the <laughs> lighting setup that I used the same light and the same modifiers for her wedding pictures as I used on our very first photo shoot together. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, how wild. That's really sweet. It's like you've been ushering her through life. Yeah, it's just, yeah. I take it like so serious, yeah. you know? And so uh, it's, mm-hmm. it's like such a big deal to me. And so I don't, you know, you kind of have to already be somebody. I, I don't just do like, I've never met you and your person random. before. Um, no, uh, the rules, no <laughs> randos. No randos in here. Yeah. Yeah. It's written on the door. But when something comes up and it's, and it's really somebody sweet. who is already in the archives and, and they ask, I'm, I take it so seriously and I block out so much time for it. Um, because it's, uh, it's a marathon to shoot it and then it's a marathon to edit it. So I really have to, I'm sure the editing, I mean, that's so many photos. Yeah. I really have to love you yeah, a lot. Yeah. Your arms, did your arms last? Did your arms like, you're like, I got it. I, I gotta tell you, I'm strong. proud of my training. I gotta tell you, I trained nice. real good and and oh, at, at the end of the night, nice. I, love it. I, I walked superstar of the universe. Everybody had the best time with her. I walked superstar Megan home. And then mm-hmm. I was having so much fun. I just kept walking myself home. <laughs> so, I, like, so I like walked yeah. home after... <laughs> After all that, you're like, I'm still walking. I, I, I'm, you, you know what? You had a lot yeah, of stamina. So in you. anyway, I did training real good. <laughs> you could, well, very proud of you. Oh, one last question too. Like, what, what do you do in terms of like food? Because like I've always wondered, like, do you get to eat any of the cake and stuff like that? Do you have to do it at like? Eric a wants to know if he should like... become a wedding photographer specifically to get the. <laughs> yeah, food. I'm like, I, I just here's my thing. I actually, I have gotten married. I loved my wedding photographer, but the one thing I've really realized is like looking back at the photos. I was like, I just want to know more about that experience of what it means How to like do it? that 
with that as like the background. It is exhausting like, yeah, it and I'm hypoglycemic and I also I mean, can't <laughs> have gluten. And so it's actually a, so it's actually a really big concern because I have to think about, I have to think about food and prepare for food. Mm-hmm. And so this wedding was, oh, it was such a joy. What I did was I did meal prep for like three days before the wedding and I mm-hmm. had a lot of protein stashed at the studio. And so like when Megan mm-hmm. got to the studio, she was laughing her ass off because she knew exactly what I was doing. She walked in and, and I had like a piece of chicken. And <laughs> You're like a little I was, like, I was like downing protein. And what's so beautiful <laughs> is I've known Megan for so long that I didn't have to say, I'm front-loading protein because I'm doing it. And then the the ceremony was outside, and I actually started getting the shakes because it was um, it was warm, and something's going on. I'm burning, yeah, yeah, I'm burning calories more than I thought, or something. And I got out there, and I had the shakes, and I was like, "Not cool, God," because I did the protein. Megan saw me. She saw me do the protein, dude. Like I prepped for this. But luckily, I also had uh, protein bars that have a lot of fat in them uh, in my bag. And so, like, while the wedding party was approaching, I was, like, downing a bar. And I got to tell you, if if I ever get Truman showed, I just would really like a super cut of all the times that I have (laughs) had to look like a total weirdo. Just, like. Yeah. Downing a keto mm. bar, mm. Um, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's a really the the food thing is a really big concern, and I just uh, I try to do uh, just have so much protein prepared and Gatorade and coconut water because um, I really do approach it like it's a physical uh, thing. You're running a marathon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so uh, because this wedding and reception were so close to the studio whenever I came back to like dump memory cards and stuff I would I would eat and then Megan was able to enjoy all the beauty they did the food they did and the way they did it was top notch it was just constantly refreshed incredible food just like on a bar just constantly refreshed and all of it had bread on it though, so I couldn't. Yeah. But, Megan, but Megan had a good time, and well, good for Megan. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love that she gets to go on these adventures with you. That's very fun. Yeah, I'm just really lucky that she is still down to do it after all this time. I feel so lucky, and she did know some of the people that were there too, and she obviously knows events, and so um, it just was. Uh, it was really emotional and and super fun to see everybody. Yeah, it's a beautiful. This is just, you know, that might be the most beautiful day we've heard on the podcast yet. Actually, I know. I was thinking. I the can't same even thing. make jokes about it. I'm like, oh, it's just like nice. It's just like nice and pretty. Oh, so then you must have been so tired. Wow. So then, oh yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. When yeah. we get to Sunday, we'll get to. The- we'll get there. Okay, we're gonna get there. <laughs> I I went I woke up Saturday. 
I knew I knew I was gonna have all these barbecues to go to. So yeah, no, I went. I worked out in the morning, and then and then I mean, do I have anything important to say? No, not about that. Okay, so oh, this is what it was. Okay, um, it was my niece. I mean, she doesn't she doesn't live here, but it was my niece's eighth birthday, oh. and then I I I I became like. Sometimes, you know, when you get sucked into your phone looking for old memories, and it's, it's actually quite similar to you, of, of, that I was like, I got so sucked into my phone of trying to find every video I've ever taken of Lily, because she's really funny. And like, in the when she's like, two, three, four, and I was like, sending them all to my family being like, remember this one, guys? Remember this one, guys? Remember this one? And I like, and then I kept watching like each video 10 times because I'm, I'm so so in love with my niece and she just cracks me up um so it, i actually probably lost at least an hour and plus of just me being like Man, what about that one other video i know exists of her shaking her butt like, like um and that's a, that's a good video that's a high class video um so but then she facetimed me to go through all her presents and um she got a lot of Barbies. Um, she got some uh, like some sort of like Barbie little like dream world thing with like Barbie's like a mermaid, and then she got a Barbie that's dressed up as a teddy bear, like fully like a Barbie that actually has a full oh. teddy bear costume. A furry Barbie, like Midsummer style, literally furry Barbie. Yeah, and she's <laughs> like, and you can change it to this. You can make him a puppy. I was like, okay, wow, Barbie's really expanding. Um, and then I had I got her. I got her a diary because I, okay, this is, this is my new joke. I'm, I like rarely go on stage these days, you know, but, um, this is my joke I came up with because, um, in a world where I went back to stand up and was doing more about it, I, I said that, um, wait, let me gather it in my head. All right. I say that, so like I got, I got my niece a diary because like, you know, she turned eight, it's time to start keeping secrets. You know, that's important. You start having secret thoughts, keep them away from the world. And it's got a lock on it and everything. And because I had that when I was a kid, it was very important to have that lock on the, the Hello Kitty diary. <laughs> and, um, but what I love about like eight to 10 year old diaries is they start off, they say, you know, you, everyone on the right's on the first page. Like if you read past this page, I'll, I'll murder mm -hmm. you. You know, mm -hmm. you will die. <laughs> Very serious offenses will be had if you read past this first page. Second page is like, I like pancakes. <laughs> and that's, I don't have the full joke yet, but that's what I, I'm, I thought that was funny. Because it's true. I love that's it. Why. Because yes. <laughs> I have that written in my diary of like, my eight year old Hello Kitty diary says, I'll kill you. And the next page is like listing out what I ate for snack, you know? So it's like, I don't know what I was. It's serious stuff, though. So you I, gotta so I that told knowledge. Lily it's time to start keeping secrets. And, you know, maybe my sister might hate me for that, but I think she's going to have an inner life, you know, or she already, obviously already has one. Um, but so we went to this barbecue um, with Frank's friends. It was, a, it was one of his friends' birthdays, and they said, Dogs welcome. So, oh my God, everyone listened. Everyone brought their dog. Sometimes you say dogs welcome, you might regret it. Like maybe you should only tell like two people dogs welcome because like you tell everyone dogs welcome. We all showed up with our pooches and um, but they were like, you know, they made a ton of food and it was really fun. It was, I mean, a bunch of people I, I barely knew and then but I had a really good time. Um, 
And then worlds collided when I walked in and I have Margie who's, you know, kind of insane. And, um, and we were already stressed out, like, cause we tried, decided to drive. So we had Margie and then we couldn't find parking, you know, down by like Barclay center. So everyone started to have anxiety, of course, but we did find parking. And then we get in there, Margie's kind of going nuts already. And then I look and I see somebody that I knew who it was, but then I, it, what, he shouldn't have been there in that friend group. Like I didn't add up that he uh-huh. would be there. And he goes, yeah, and, he goes, hey, and I go, hi. And I turned around and walked away. Cause I was like, that's, oh. I must be crazy. You know, like I must be nuts. <laughs> like that yeah, can't be that guy. Cause why would he be here? Cause that's Steve's that's Kelsey's boyfriend, Steve's friend. Like, I was like, that doesn't, that doesn't compute for me. <laughs> and then I go outside and I'm meeting people and stuff. I sit down and then this girl who I hadn't known walks up to me and I introduce myself and she's like, well, aren't you really close with Kelsey? And then I look at her, I go, what? Like, well, why do you, why do you know that? You know? <laughs> and she goes, oh, well, I'm, I'm Vadim's girlfriend. And I went, oh my God, it is Vadim. Like, I was like, and I tried to explain to her, I was like, I thought I was having an aneurysm, but like this person inside couldn't possibly be Vadim. And then I was like, and Kelsey has told me all about you. And then, and then I went back and, and I explained it to Vadim and apologized. I was like, you said hi to me right away. And I doubted your existence. Cause I thought maybe I was losing. It. I love how little you trusted your uh, cognitive ability. I didn't. I like ran, I truly ran away when he did it. Like he said hi to me and I ran away. Cause I was like, no, I'm wrong. Like there's no way. And, um, so that was funny, and I, I I apologized and explained to him that I was losing it. Let, and going crazy. Let's and then that was that funny. one up, yeah. so possibly pandemic related. I know, right? You go what? Yeah. Who? How? Little, yeah. little no. rusty, like, <laughs> little yeah, yeah. He goes, "Hey, Hillary," and I was like, <laughs> "I went hi," and just just <laughs> just zipped off. Like, I'm going outside. Don't look at me. You know. Um, and um, it was really funny because I actually we went to Atlantic City with him for Kelsey's birthday. It's really funny, anyways. Um, but that was the last thing I did in the pandemic before the pandemic was Kelsey's thirtieth birthday. We all went to Atlantic City before we knew the world was shutting down. Um, anyways, okay, so that no, we had a lovely barbecue, lots of snacks, lots of drinks, lots of um, Margie stealing people's full hot dogs out of their hands full hot dogs um she took half of somebody's half of another person's and we kept trying to laugh it off and i think it worked because she's cute you know and i was like oh good thing there's more hot dogs here (laughs) and then um and then she also got a piece of cake um (laughs) and i try to warn people i'm like don't let her near that table man because like she is she's a really great dog until it comes to food and she just is a full-on labrador about it just like will steal she won't hurt you of course but she will take it um so then i had to be very on guard um for everyone's food items but there were so many dogs there so i think it, it made margie look not as bad maybe as she really is um but we did that and then and then by the time that party we were there for hours and then then we had to go to another party it was oh my god so i'm and we're like whoa very tapped out like all day in the sun too. it was hot as hell on saturday and this whole thing was like in a, on a patio and then we had to go from there and take margie home and then go to this um frank's boss's brother rented out a nightclub whoa but like during the day like or like starting at like 4 p.m because his wife passed the bar mm. i think 
I hope I'm not getting this right. Oh, congrats. He was throwing his wife (laughs) this big old party to celebrate. And um, it was really sweet, super fun, and like a great dance place, too. And and then I was very excited because I was was like, oh, my God, somebody, I'm told there's free pizza here. Um, And so we got there, and I ran straight to where they were just putting pizzas out on the bar. Just like every time a slice was gone, they put another pizza out. And I was eating a lot of it. I ate a lot of it. And and there was free alcohol. I mean, I was really, I was like, this party is nice. And then I kept shouting, like, I feel like I'm at a bat mitzvah. So it was just like, a, it was like, it was basically a massive Long Island family event, but like in Brooklyn in the middle of the day. And um, it was fun. And Frank and I got the dance party going. Um, we started it. I am proud of myself. Nice. You're um, a hero for that. I am. Mindy, here's a fun fact. At Derek's wedding, somebody asked if I was a hired dancer to An get the party. Yeah. They asked if Derek hired me in order to keep the party going. And I was like, I said, I've never been so honored in my life. You shouldn't build me for that service. I know. I know. And I, after that, I thought about, I was like, how do I get that job? Like, I'll do that job. <laughs> Like you would be amazing at that I job mean, to be a hundred percent honest. Anywhere, obviously. Um and I'm I still haven't figured it out, but I'm available. You know, if you need if you if you're like my family won't dance, I'll make them. Um and uh, I can I'm I'll and I'll go to your wedding. Um but so then we were there and then so that I just I had to and Frank was staying, but I had to leave by like ten. I was like, I'm not gonna this is the longest day of my life. I can't believe you did ten. I, mean, I know, I'm and sorry. that was like, really stretching I it. I can't okay. do two social events in a day. I'd, it was I think because I was able to dance for a while, then you don't have to talk mm-hmm. to anyone. That's the big thing. That's for true. me, that's why I also love dancing because I don't actually mm-hmm. have to talk. And I'm like purely just expressing <laughs> my body, of course. Um but <laughs> So, so the dancing got me longer, but then I was really fading, really fading, of course. And I, and I also, but then I, even though I was so tired, just like you on Saturday night, I walked home because I was like, it's such a nice night. Who am I to say it my was legs can't get perfect me? You know, like, and like, it really I, was. Yeah. Um, and it was just in Williamsburg. So I was just like, I'm not gonna, you know, just scurry my little booty home. Um, and, <laughs> And that, but I was very tired and I don't think even that, I don't think I ate enough because I, even though I had eaten like hot dogs and pizza, like I worked out so much in the morning and I danced so much. I was like, Ooh, even that was not enough food for my little body. Um, I just, yeah, it was it. I went to, I was, Oh, Oh, this is, I wrote, this was my, this was my, my poetry line. I wrote down New York still feels very alive, but I still like to go to bed on time. <laughs> I love that because I looked around and I went New York feels so alive right now I'm going to Mm -hmm. bed like but I'm proud of you guys you know (laughs) I'm trying to go to bed but like good on you for being yourself that's it (laughs) what did you do what did you do Derek I um so to set the scene oh my god um, yes (laughs) it's not that exciting um after Hawaii I'm going to be flying to see my mom and sister who, I know I'm so excited for you. I am excited too. It's been a while. Um, they live in Australia. Australia. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know. But so of course, with the excitement of me going, you also like get a ton of requests of like, hey, can you bring me this? Could you bring me that? 
they're trying so, to pack your bag. Yes, I'm a pack mule at this point. So I had oh to go God. like get all of the stuff that they can't readily get there. So like bunions. I need to know what it is. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Bunions. Bunions. <laughs> okay. Seize uh, chocolates, like tons of them. Um, crystal really? light lemonade packets, which are like, I swear to God, what? it's like their thing. You can't get that there. Um, wow. Yeah. I'm trying to think I, that's else. not just American. That's 90s. I know. American. I know. Well, that's I will say specific. that's when my, my mom is New Zealander, but she did live in America right. in the 90s. So yeah, my so mom is like, back. yeah. So she's she like, her memories are in this, the 90s. Like, 90s existence of America. Like I sure. will catch her saying stuff and I'm like, that is not true anymore. <laughs> that's so funny. But what else? She wanted crystal light because she's trying to sip some lemonade. She loves lemonade. Um, also, oh my God. and lemonade's not really a thing in Australia because they call lem they really? call Sprite lemonade. So, like, if you ordered a lemonade out in you know Australia, you get Sprite. Sprite. Yeah. Um, and okay, then well, that's that's not nice. Goldfish crackers, tons of those. Goldfish. Just okay, I get that. Weird I get snack. that. <laughs> Cheez Its. Yeah, it was a. It was like grocery There's shopping. There's no goldfish crackers no, in Australia. Not a thing. Really I want to go there less and less the more <laughs> yeah. I hear. <laughs> Sorry, Australia. I didn't, I didn't know that. I thought everything was just global now. Honestly, know, right? you would expect it. And I feel like maybe I do think that my sister was telling me that she can get some of this stuff at like an international market, but the prices are so jacked up that it just wouldn't sure. make sense. I mean, yeah, I, like, she was I telling me something where they, they sell like yeah, like Funyun, like a bag of Funyuns that you can get here for like a dollar fifty. They charge like eight dollars for or something, which is like stupid. That, that is that is well, that's like New York prices probably. No, I'm like I'm now I'm like should I just extra pack my bag and like go around and like try to sell stuff to people? Oh, but... you could start hopping it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll be the guy with the big trench coat and I'll open it up and be like, <laughs> Do you want this? Yeah. Maybe? Uh, so yeah, I did those errands and then I. Basically, I went to, this is going to sound weird, but there's a Shell gas station near me. Um, it's the Arroyo Park uh, Shell gas station, if anyone in LA is listening. And yeah. it's sort of weird because in the last like year or two, it's sort of differentiated itself from like every other Shell gas station food mart by having a corner of it devoted to like really rare craft beer. Hmm. And it's like, it's a, a big like thing. Okay, wait. Okay. <laughs> gas market. Yes. Is devoted to craft beer. Yes. So it's like okay. they collect and like like beers from all over America and I think some other countries that are like really limited, you know, and so they basically have them in their back corner. Like the rest like 75% of this food mart is exactly what you would expect the Shell gas station's mm -hmm. food mart to be. But the back mm -hmm. corner is just full of stuff like they had like they have an instagram so they like announce what rare beers they get in and they normally try to limit you where like everyone can only buy what like one can per customer because they're sort of like oh, such limited yeah, batches. Oh and God. it's just like really novel like they have like a warheads candy beer they have like cinnamon toast crunch beer they've got like wow anytime there's like a movie like ghostbusters or like Star Wars, they have a bunch of like Star Wars or, or um, Ghostbusters seemed. inspired beers. Yeah. So I follow them on Instagram and I noticed like a couple weeks ago, they announced that they had just gotten this batch of six cans of this like shark. It's, it was called Jump the Shark. And it's like this beer oh. that is partially made from liquidized gummy sharks. 
Oh my god, I yeah. thought you were gonna say shark. No, oh my god, I would not. I'm, I, I was like, no, sharks. you're I not never, about to say that. There's like, there's actually that. the blood of sharks in them. No, I <laughs> I'm to listeners. I am a huge shark person. I know you're, like you're, you're the love a of my life head, for sharks. Okay, so, so yeah, gummy sharks. Gummy sharks. Not, <laughs> we're not doing anything okay. too extreme. So I went and so I bought it. A sweet beers? Okay. Yeah, it was it's a sour beer, and I would assume it sour. would be a little sweet just because it's you have that much liquidized like gummy. I feel like that has to be sweet. I mean that that is sugar, yeah. Yeah. So I got it a few weeks ago because I figured we are in the season for shark movies, and I it's my favorite part of summer every year. Yes. So yes. I was like, I'm going to get this in preparation of watching my first shark movie of summer. So oh my God, wow, that's <laughs> a big day. Uh, a shark movie came out like I guess a week ago as well. It's called Shark Bait, and it was like I think direct to DVD or whatever. But I was like, uh -huh. I'm doing this beer with this movie, and this is going to be my perfect Saturday. My, oh my husband does not appreciate shark movies or beer, oh, so I'm oh, like, fuck this. Rude, this is my time. Rude of him. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So yeah, I did that. I will say, um, the beer was a little too intense for me. Shocker. Shocker. Yeah a little too sour and also like thick which i should have realized with melted gummy like, like melted stuff in it yeah. yeah so i mean it was a really cool blue almost color. like a guinness type situation yeah but like imagine that but like really sour and sweet in terms of its taste yeah that's that's actually <laughs> that's strange that's funny yeah. you know, somebody opens i like the idea though that somebody opens a gas station and they got the mart in it and they're like yeah but we're gonna be different you know like we're gonna <laughs> We're going to be one of those marts you remember, you know? I do think it must have helped them, particularly when, particularly for COVID, when I think a lot of less people were maybe on the roads for, like, gas and stuff. Sure. I do wonder how much, because it is such an industry, I think craft beer and, like, people really care about that. Yeah, no, people are not, they're, they're nuts about it. Yeah, so I think it was honestly a smart business decision. And also, like, you're already, oh, you no, already I, have I, I'm, I'm applauding it. I wish every <laughs> gas station was like, well, Adopted we're this. the one... <laughs> With a lot of candy canes, and I go, ah, I Perfect. knew That's it. The one. I knew one. Somebody had like, <laughs> I want every now. I want every gas station to be niche, like have a niche corner. <laughs> yeah, I do love to go into gas stations for like some in Northern California. Probably not just in Northern California, but these are my memories. Are like the gas stations that have like DVDs on sale. Oh my god, I love when gas stations have like five dollar DVDs. It, yes, and you're like, how did what? <laughs> I mean, then I, my mom and then we're in there buying them. We don't need them. We go, Should we get it? Well, while you're there. $4. <laughs> you're like, my God, I love basic instinct. And, and sometimes <laughs> they're like in those sleeves, it. like the DVD cover yeah. is like long gone. It's like a paper. And you're like on your way to Lake Tahoe and you're like, maybe there's a DVD player at the hotel. And then you, you were describing DVD a lot it. of my love for this. <laughs> I know. Okay. All right. Maybe I'll open a gas station. Okay. Um, it, yeah, I can imagine that it didn't taste good. That that's yeah. not surprising. It was. I, so. I mean, I'm sorry. I, I will say I loved the experience. I feel like it was fun and novel, and that was all it sure. needed to be. I didn't. In the movie, in the movie. Well, the movie was the same. I mean, it was. I mean, I feel like all these shark movies yeah. are essentially the same at this point. I don't think that. Sure. <laughs> as long as there's one or two suspenseful scenes, I'm good, and I feel like it did that. It was a little bit more of like it was one of those shark movies where like the protagonists are like obnoxious, like partying teens. Um, of course. So it, it's, it's the definitely... only thing that they can be. <laughs> yes. So it's like more of a slasher sort of like template, but the stand in for like Jason or Freddy is like a literal shark. Um, <laughs> like you had like the, like the, like the final girl who was like a literal mother Teresa type who was like what we see of her before the 
the whole setup is these partying teens steal a jet ski, two jet skis, crash their jet ski, and then are adrift shame, at sea shame. while a of great course. white picks them off one by one. Um, but what we see before the jet ski accident very, is that she scary. like donates money to like gives money to all these homeless people. She's trying to get them good meals. Like all of her friends are these obnoxious of party course. types, and she's this like virginous like girl from Kansas. So well, you can only be a virgin or a whore. Those are the rules. <laughs> well, with Those a slight difference, I feel like Alex pointed this out because I was describing the movie to my very disinterested husband on the phone like, in uh-huh, a lot of detail. Uh-huh. Like I'm like, you need to uh-huh. know every yeah. detail of what you missed. As more as like punishment for making you do the make, making me do this alone. Uh-huh. Um, but I was describing it, and one thing he pointed out was like a lot of like shark or killer crocodile movies lately have been doing this like slasher template, but with a slight difference between like the horror virgin sort of dichotomy where it's Uh like now it's like all of these people have sex but now like the people who get punished are the people who like cheated sort of or like went outside of like their monogamous relationship okay so it's like we're still level of morality i know so we're still in that morality tale but it's like evolved just slightly from the 80s like just a a slight bit i know i didn't even think about it and then alex was like so it's the same plot of the crocodile movie we just watched i'm like oh yeah that's a recurring thing in these movies I it's guess. tough i mean you know how many how many different ways can you really make one like yeah, i don't i there's definitely a cap on it i think <laughs> i don't know well i, I mean just based on this knowledge i know never the blake lively one what was the blake lively one called? the shallows and that was actually good i actually oh, loved yes. the shallows oh, i loved i i did too that one was wild um it was fun yeah i'm okay this is just really random not to do but i'm there's something i forgot to tell you and mindy now will be here for it from last week and it's gross okay Um, i'm excited and it's just like a (laughs) weird bodily thing happened to me okay and it was was sunday night when kelsey and kitty are over and we were having law and order party just Mm -hmm. watching tv and eating tacos okay so we ordered tacos and (laughs) it was carnitas and um as I took a bite of my first bite of the taco, I accidentally, I don't know if I was about to sneeze or some, or I, something strange happened, or maybe I laughed and um, a huge chunk of taco went up. <gasps> it went up my nasal cavity and was launched between my, and my eye. Is this you the know? Sam like, Raimi oh. movie? <laughs> I know, right? And so it's, it's in my nose at the top but also i can like it's like carnitas too so it's like it's, it's like it's not totally spicy but there's a lot of spices on it oh, God. and then it's like up there and then i'm like trying to not tell everyone what's happening you know? i'm like <laughs> oh my god there's like food fully in my brain you know like it's like in it's, it's in part my body. of you now and then i'm in the bathroom trying so hard to do the, the tissues and everything i'm trying to and it's not coming out first of all for a while like it's okay. just like I can feel so much of it up there. And then Frank is like getting home from golfing and he's like, how's everybody doing? And I'm in the bathroom like, I'm not okay. (laughs) And this and this and this. And finally I get like a huge chunk of it out and I go, okay, that must be everything. You know, like that was it. And it's like meat and tortilla and cilantro is in my my brain. And then for an hour longer, it's still coming out. 
like oh, I keep having to get up. I'm like, I think it's actually still there, you guys. And they're like, it can't still be there. And I go into the bathroom and, and even bring more out the meat, proof. <laughs> yes, even more meat is coming out of uh, my oh, nose. My and then for the rest of the night, I kept going like, ah, ah, I can just feel it. Like it's in there. And um, it was really gross. And I can't believe I forgot to tell you that because it was a really big night. This is one of my favorite of my Hillary stories. It seems traumatic. I'm so it happy was. that you got through that okay. I didn't really want to eat after. <laughs> I gotta say like it and i don't like that my body that bodies do that i'm like well, you shouldn't be able to have it should just go into down your throat it shouldn't why is it allowed up there it's like you yeah. forget that everything's sort of connected i know I, I i feel where you're coming from i am someone who i something is wrong with my like way i eat or something because i routinely get food stuck up my nose but it's never yes but i will literally yes it happens at least once every two weeks the difference is though is it's never high enough up that it's by my eye like that sounds terrifying and it's never been like spicy meat and like hard (laughs) it's been like a pretzel bit or something (laughs) oh no derek okay now actually you need more help than me well i mean you seem like you went through a trauma that i have yet to experience yeah it was like it's at least hour to two hour long process where i was like there's still stuff in my (laughs) nose you know like i'm just casually walking away and it's gross it's really gross um okay so that just had to i'm just upset that i didn't bring it up from last week um but okay so mindy our final day of the weekend sunday were you exhausted? Were you so tired? Uh, I stayed up the night before on adrenaline. Uh, just, uh, do you yeah. guys have the app called Autumn? Have you heard of it? Um, okay, so What's it, that one? okay, so I'm off Twitter. My husband has my password. I can't yeah. get on there. And what I, one of the ways that Good. I got off of Twitter is I subscribed to Autumn, and. They read the <gasps> long form news to you. Oh, I love oh. that. Sounds awesome. So I yeah, think I that like I, should, that. I think I should work for them because they've done a terrible job marketing, and yeah. the, the way they should have marketed themselves is that the the supreme power of them is that they're a news aggregator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so there's a certain set of people who can't get off Twitter because they're following journalists. They're yeah. getting up-to-date news. Well, the talk that I had with myself was, Mindy, are you, in fact, a journalist in charge <laughs> of breaking news? No. <laughs> are you not? You're just, a, you're just a citizen, and you need yeah. to know enough to vote and help, yeah. and help in the good causes of the world. Is that sure. really something you need to know by the second? Or could, I know, could you, I know. Could you maybe know it by the week? And yeah, um, you could, and you totally could, and you could. So, it might be better for your mental health, honestly. I feel like the it, news. Well, yeah, always that's why I did it. Face. That's no, why. That, that's why I did it. So autumn, it basically is aggregating, and again, they haven't marketed it this way. Um, and the New York Times bought them, and I was like, "Come on, guys! Now you have a marketing budget. Go, go yeah. for it." But um, it takes article like long reads from obviously the New York Times, the New York Times Magazine, but also the Atlantic, the Nation, Wired, Rolling Stone. Um, so any big article that Twitter is having a discourse about, yeah, I won't see all the incredible witty repartee that goes back and forth <laughs> about it. I'm really missing out on everyone's hot takes. Yeah, logically. I won't see that, but I'll. 
hear the article in my walks to work and I it's also what I turn on to go to sleep to, to sleep of course I mean I listen to bedtime stories sometimes so yeah so I turn yeah. on autumn Saturday night because I'm like there's sleep is so far away it's so far away yeah yeah you're too excited and I listen to a long read by the best voice artist this is the other part I forgot to tell you about autumn the voice artists read the news to you. That's what I was going to ask. I was like, awesome. it's not like a robot, like to no. keep up with stuff, like keep it's real people. It is like a, it's like a, someone with the best voice ever reads the article to you. Now, my favorite person, her name is Julia Whalen. She's uh -huh. the best. Okay. Uh, and I had been saving a Julia Whalen reading you a long read. Uh, and it's a terrifying article about uh, corruption in a specific department of the Los Angeles police. Uh, oh. Absolutely terrifying. There's a gang within the sheriff's office. The LAPD? Yeah. Oh, God. It's, uh, it's not Los Angeles proper. It's like East Los Angeles. Yeah, I think I've heard something okay. about this. Yeah. So I yeah, listened to that. It's like the departed... Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it seems like they're really going to have a lot of trouble rooting out the corruption because there's so many of them that are in the gang. But anyway, I listened to Autumn, and um, I'm going to download it right now. Honestly, this sounds like my actual yeah. dream. Yeah, but that I mean, that's the thing. That's what kept me on Twitter for so long was a sense of like I want to know and understand what's going on. Um, yeah, but really, truly, uh, it's called the New York Times. You can they have a homepage and they're constantly updating it. And okay, so a autumn as in a u d m a u d m. Okay, yeah. I'm downloading it literally. Nice. Right. Yeah, I switched out Twitter for a diet of you know, like I check um, the New York Times homepage every day and the Washington Post, and I just went ahead and subscribed to them. Um, and I do that. And then I have several podcasts that I listen to, to like fill in, to understand what's not being said in mainstream news. I try to keep an ear, um, to some of those podcasts on the left. Um, mm -hmm. and, but yeah, me weighing in with what I have to say about it. Who cares? Who cares? I know it's, I know it's, it, I mean, Twitter is evil. We all know. Yeah. All I really know. wish everybody would just leave because uh, I've just really been trying to focus on being with people in person and, and yeah. really anything that causes me to have to be on my phone. I'm like, am I being paid for this? And yeah. if I'm not, then I'm like, mm, get me fuck out of here. Um, you, I mean, you're a person who's really, uh, you helped me, um, over was last summer of telling me all the different apps and stuff you use to like kick yourself off of things on your phone and on your computer and like getting yourself to be more focused. Yeah. Because, because, uh, you know, I just, as we have been coming out of the pandemic, you know, I, I really am like, what, what, what is it that I do that, um, is special or whatever. And I think it's like spend time with people in a meaningful way and give them all of my attention mm -hmm. and care. And uh, being an online guy is not going to help me in that endeavor. 
And so um, mm-hmm. it is kind of painful, I have to tell you. Like when I was at South by Southwest, I literally had someone say to me, are you in New York anymore? Oh, my God. <laughs> I've had people say that to me, too, because I always post pictures from California. And they're like, do you live here? And I'm like, no, I just my photos are only yeah. in California. That is, that's her, I know it's her folks. You're like, I well, exist. Also, like I stayed in New York through the pandemic. I just didn't yeah, you're like, have I've a running here. commentary on Twitter every day. Um, so I there, know. there is, I like, know. Oh, there's is stuff sad. that's lost by not uh, being online as much. And, and also a weird thing I happens know. where people think you're mad at them because you you're not engaging as much and sometimes people are posting stuff on social media and they think that you're you're not liking and commenting that means like yeah Yeah, and like i don't know about it because i was on a timeout for 16 hours and and i missed it yeah um and so there's there's prices to pay but i'll I'll take it but that's also something that that we all have to like learn and understand though too is like your in your online presence like you can't you can't expect people to be literally i mean the word followers is so actually like not helpful anyway yeah. like like that's like they're like your friggin' disciples and you're like oh, everyone's <laughs> their own person i have a horrible phone addiction so I, I i try i i kind of like i'm always like i'll be either on an upswing of trying to get off my phone mm-hmm. you know and like i'll have all my things and then something will happen that like totally sends me off it and then i'm back but so I'm always kind of in a push and pull of like, you know, I, I bought last summer or maybe two summers ago when I got my landline, I was for a while, I was like, so doing so well with like, like I made an announcement to my family and friends uh, and I was, I was trying to like finish drawing murder book. And I was like, if you need me, I'm turning my phone off most of the days these days. And like, you can call the landline and just know that. And like that worked for a while. But then when I moved, I like didn't keep that number. So then I lost it again. But I'm always, I'm, I'm always hoping I'm going to get better. It's <laughs> the real thing. The real, and the struggle also of working from home, being alone most of the day, no one's here talking to me, of course, you know, it's just a dog. Um, and like, so then I've been like, oh my God, my phone, like, just like becomes my answer to everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, and Derek's the same. And, um, and then you go, well, that's just horrible. It shouldn't be like that, you know? And, but the, anyway, I don't know where I'm headed with this, but I, but my, lately I don't, I mean, I'm like, I don't bring my phone to the dog park, but like if I'm leaving, I go leave it at home. You don't need it. You don't, you simply do not need it. Um, and it's, it's a, it's a sad, it's a sad, sad addiction that we all have. Yeah. It's know? sort of weird. I like, you don't even stop and think about like, I can't even remember, this is going to sound dark, but like, I can't remember the last time I left my phone somewhere that I wasn't. Mm-hmm. maybe you should try it <laughs> yeah i mean honestly again there's prices right. first of all there's people making millions of dollars yeah. to keep you on your phone that is the that's the point of exactly. everything you know so if mm-hmm. you're having trouble getting off your phone literally everybody is because everything is designed to keep you there yeah. but even yeah. even outside of the apps or whatever we've built a culture of immediate response. Constant communication. And yeah. Yeah. Constant, constant, constant. And I expect I know, yeah. I, I, I expect it. And then you go, why do I, why do I expect that? people who I think have, I have hurt their feelings, you know, because I've responded to a text mm-hmm. like the next day. 
Um, but that's because mm-hmm. my phone's off when I'm in here with somebody. It's off when I'm painting to get ready for somebody to come in. It's mm-hmm. off when my husband comes mm-hmm. home from work, like, you know, cause I want to catch up with him like a person. Um, you know, and so especially if somebody's texting me about something that like could have been an email that went to my assistant, like, uh, yeah, man, mm-hmm. um, you're, you're coming in last. And yeah, well, I applaud, I, pl- I applaud, um, all the effort that you, and <laughs> you inspired me and you continue to I was going to say, I feel like I'm definitely going to reevaluate a little bit like my impulses. Cause I do think so much of it is like just subconscious at this point, which is, you know, they literally are, totally I mean, it's, it's, it's the, the people who work for these hands. apps yeah. won't let their children on these apps because they know. I know that's, I mean, that, that, that big documentary that came out last year, that mm-hmm. was like so yeah. horrifying. Anyway, freedom on your phone and self-control on your your computers. Uh, Start out baby steps, set a timer for an hour. Uh, Anyway, I was in it. Yes. Well, okay, so Autumn. Yeah, so I I was a nervous uh, adrenaline, the person, uh, Saturday night, and I think I fell asleep asleep sometime around 3 a.m., and then Sunday, mm-hmm. I, it was like I was hungover, but I didn't drink or anything. And I just drank water yeah. like it was my job. And then I said, Mindy, you deserve a pizza pie. And, and so because I'm gluten free, yes. it's hard to yes. get pizza pies. And there's a brand called Udi's. Yeah, there's a brand Mindy's? called Udi's that oh, makes Udi's, yeah. a frozen pepperoni pizza that is um, is a beautiful and um, and so my husband was at home all weekend because uh, he was at a memorial, and uh, and I mm. couldn't go to that, and he couldn't not be there, and so I was just like alone with my feelings coming down on Sunday, and then I like started an edit and Hoover to pizza. That and, sounds really uh, good. Was, that sounds very fun. Yeah, and, could, and um. And then I was forced to be healthy because remember how I told you that I walked Sweetie Pie Megan home? Uh-huh. I thought I had gotten everything I needed from the studio. Oh, no. And I had except for oh. a card reader. You had to walk no. back. So on Sunday, I had to walk all the way back to the studio, yeah. pick up the card reader. But I said, you know what, Mindy, you're going to make a good thing out of this. And I just enjoyed my walk and I was outside. And then and it was, more good, and it was and more good weather. And it was still hot as hell. It was gorgeous out. Yeah. And so I did that. But it, it cost me time in editing. Yeah. Because if, hus- it's, if, if husband had been in the neighborhood, I would have been like, oh, sweetie. Could <laughs> you, you, you go do that for me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> please, pretty please. Uh, but no, it was me. And I walked it and it was fine. Have you ever had, but, isn't yeah. there a gluten-free pizza at, um, is it Vinny's? Vinny's has one and it's quite good, mm-hmm. but you can't get it by the slice. You just got to get the whole thing. Right. Um, yes. But it is good. Okay. It's a good okay. gluten-free pizza. Uh, best pizza. Best pizza. Holy, yeah. holy 
moly. Yeah. They got they got like a Sicilian gluten free. Oh, Frank. Nice. Oh, and it is nice. And it's you can good. get it with some pepperoni and some basil on top. Get out of here. You're oh, making wow. me need pizza. And I live in LA, oh, so wow. it's much harder to find good pizza. I know. That's, that's, that's a real truth. Well, in LA, I must, I simply must plug my friend who uh, they've been writing about him. He's had articles about him now. Ooh. But it's called um, Secret Pizza. Okay. Where is it? A little familiar, actually. Yeah, that's a friend of mine. And I can finally say publicly, I like really know that guy. I love and adore him. His name is Sean. And he is BFF with my husband, Pat. And he is also an incredible musician. And he used to be in the house band for Pat's show. Oh. Yeah. And then he moved to LA and the pandemic happened. And the thing is, when he lived in New Jersey, he would have pizza parties at his apartment and he had a pizza stone there and he would make me gluten-free pies what so where's this place in la what what, do we know where it is so that's the thing he started it out of his apartment and people would sign up on a list to get the pizza delivered to them oh wow and it like it took off it took off beyond what he had the capacity to make in his apartment so Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's still doing it. He, he's struck gold. I'm gonna find. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna try this out. It sounds so good. Yeah, tell him I sent you. <laughs> Definitely. What a wild little thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay, but so Sunday, Sunday, emotionally all over the place. <laughs> sure, of course. A little up, a little down. Well, that's what Sundays are for, I guess. That's true. That's what they call them. This. The Sunday Scaries. <laughs> um, I wish they weren't real. You know, like I hate that phrase and everyone's like, oh, but then it's like, it is true. Yeah, it really uh, does sum it up pretty, pretty well. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. So Did was... you have a hangover Sunday after all your dance party? I did. Well, I actually was really good about drinking water and stuff. Ooh. And uh, so I was not... I usually, and I'm, 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 I would say typically when I'm dancing, like I'll, I'll like have a drink. I usually dance everything off. Like I don't, once I start dancing, I actually don't want anyone to hand me any more drinks. I'm like, no, I'm having fun. I'm good. Like I already, I'm good. You know, just let me bip up around and, and I don't, I don't want any more quite frankly. Um, and, but I, I walked home and Frank got home much later than me. Um, and he was very funny. Um, uh, but in the morning, you know, very funny, very funny that night. Um, but I was excited because in the morning, it finally felt like I haven't done this in a while, but I, I really love New York summer when I can, it's good enough out that I can climb onto my fire escape and draw cartoons and, you know, drink coffee. Um, but it's really hard with Margie because if she sees that I'm outside the window, she, she goes to... ape shit. She's like, <laughs> you know, how could, how could that be? You know? Um, so Frank kept her in the other room and um, I was just drawing and eating Cheerios and um, drinking coffee and, and, and looking at, I was just being really jealous of my landlords on the first floor and they have a lovely backyard and I just look at it, you know, like there's cherry blossom and all their laundries on the line and they've got flowers everywhere. And I just wish I could just climb down basically. And just, I'm like, why can't I hang out there? You know, 
befriend them and maybe um, you can <laughs> I, I i have befriended them but like not ba- not backyard family, access yeah, yet <laughs> no i don't then that will never happen like i've accepted like that's not in the cards for us um but then i look back at there's in behind my building there's like this big fancy new building where every unit has a balcony and i go ugh, i just I don't want to live in there because I don't really like I don't like those types of buildings where it's like all am- amenities and and ev- but 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 am I jealous? Absolutely, you know? <laughs> I'm deeply jealous. Um, and then Frank was super super tired and hungover, but then I was just kind of walking and just like cleaning up the house and doing random work and stuff. But then I put my sister told me to put on this new documentary on Hulu about this cult woman it's called the deep end oh my god i've seen the trailer i have not seen it though is it how many episodes i watched the first episode i don't know i only put on the first episode and holy majoli is this woman a nuts but b (laughs) i get why people are so into her like she thinks she's god i think a little bit well she's one of one of those what's that guy like roger what's that like um like a guy who's very like church-like and like talks about like the power of you know the power of you and something what is that Ram tony tony robbins tony robinson tony robbins <laughs> she is that she's the new that and people apparently they like worship her they come from all over the world to come to her big like mega church style sermon things where she brings people on stage to like have them really figure out what's going on like you know fix their life or something but i only saw the first episode because i know it's about to get i'm like that was just like kind of like the intro to her and like mm-hmm. that she just started making these youtube videos and talking about how you know you should live your life basically but then she obviously at some point reaches this god level so i I haven't gotten there yet, but I'm I want to go watch it actually right now. Now that I now that I'm talking about it, <laughs> what's it on? Hulu. Nice. Yeah, it's called The Deep End. I don't even remember her name right now, so that's I'm not doing a good plug. But but she both she both scared and intrigued me at once. I went why, and then I was like, why do I like the sound of her voice? And I was like, there it is. That's how you become a cult leader. That's how it happens. <laughs> And you go, shit, why do I like you? I don't like you, but I like you, question mark. Um, so I, I had I had the first episode on and then but like Frank was like napping and there were people like hysterically screaming in that episode. And I was like, <laughs> and he's just like sleeping through it, you know. This woman's screaming about how her mother never loved her. And I was like, this is and to me, I'm like, how nice, you know, like what a soothing <laughs> thing for me to watch. Um God. But then I went to the dog park and it was hot as hell. And then I had to get over to my, my friend. I have a friend who um often, ever it seems basically every year she and her husband, they go on like two or three month long big hikes. They're big hiking trail people. And so um, they're about there. She went for a really long time last year. And then now they're doing a hike up in more in the Pacific Northwest area. And they're leaving soon. So they were having like a, see a see a little while later goodbye picnic in prospect and um a lot of the other cartoonists were there so that was fine but i i had a lot of gripes with new york on the way to the park because i just don't understand when they built when they built brooklyn (laughs) why didn't the g train come to prospect park 
Why? It's this. Why? It is the stupidest thing. I think the G train should stop at the top. You know what it is? At the time that they did the subway system, I don't think anyone could have envisioned that everyone would be there. I don't think they could have envisioned a life that didn't revolve around Manhattan. Mm-hmm. I know. Like, why know. would anyone in any part of Brooklyn want to go see any other gathering at this in one park? Because I know. Brooklyn is only for living, and then you need to get into mm-hmm. Manhattan for the reason why the city is the greatest city in the world. I think that was the thinking. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah, that does you know, Now I have a lot of frustration. Yeah, it's a nightmare. Of like, I can't just get, I can't, like, Fulton, the Fulton stop is too far away. And then, but then you have to go all the way down to Seventh Avenue, and then I had to walk up all the way back up. And yeah, you know, so I had some gripes with the city about it. But um, yeah, it's super hard to get up, from like Williamsburg up here. Yeah, I'm like, why? It shouldn't, and it shouldn't so be. Hard. I would, I really want a Williamsburg show because I love, like, I love the Bell House. I love it. Like, yes. it's yes. so hard to get there from. Not from the studio is so hard. I know. Um, There should be more venues. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, uh, somebody give me a Brooklyn show, like a Williamsburg show for a second because the community back and forth is. It's very annoying. I ended up on the way after I left the party because then I had to go. It was Frank's brother's birthday. This was the weekend of party. I had never (laughs) been to this many parties. (laughs) I never in my life been invited to this many parties. Um, I actually, I was like, I'm not walking all the way back down to the G down there. Cause that's insane. Like why I'm up here and at the top of, I got a city bike and biked to the Fulton stop. And that actually made sense. Cause I, I'm a very nervous biker. So I was already like, I don't know if I would do this nor, but it was a very obvious, like I just go straight and then I turn and I was like, okay. I can and there were, bi- there were bike like lanes. It. There, yeah, it was like, there's a bike lane. I just kind of went down this one road, I don't remember the name of, and then I just made one turn. And I was like, okay, all right, I get that I can handle and not feel like I, you know, that New York might murder me. Um, but I did that to get back. And it was very, it was stressful because I had to do that. I get down to say goodbye to her, get back. Then I had to feed Margie and then leave again and get to this birthday party <laughs> at, at Radigas. I've lost count. Is this um, four or five parties in the weekend? I know. This is my fourth okay. party, but I was invited to five, but I didn't go. You could have. Okay. I know. Like By the laws of physics, you could have. I know. No, it was, I know. It was Kelsey's, Kelsey's boyfriend's birthday as well, but I just simply couldn't do it. But wait, So then I got to, yes, I got to Radigast for Steve's birthday. And that was a lot of fun. And a lot of people there, everybody's happy, you know, eating pretzels. And I thought the beer cheese was going to be better. And I actually hated the beer cheese. No. And I, I, I pouted about it for a second, <laughs> you know. Um, but it was nice. And yeah, we all just, you know, hung out, laughed about whatever. I don't know what. And um, but Steve's girlfriend, Alicia, she got this really cool. I don't remember the name of the uh, bookstore that they went to. But I think the description will make it obvious. You can Google it. It's a bookshop in Manhattan that only has books that are animal related. Oh, that's cool. And I don't know if it's only comics. It might only be comic books too, but it's just only books that are like, they have to do with animals. And then, so she said, 
she shared with me that I didn't know this is she's a collector of different types of Alice in Wonderland books. So like if you, cause there's all these different, probably different illustrated versions mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And through the looking glass and all that stuff. And she found this book. She's never, ever seen of this, like very, like some really, really old school illustrations of Alice in Wonderland that she said are unlike any of them that she's ever seen. I was going looking through it. And um, it it was really pretty and cool and the art was awesome. And I took a picture of one of them and what is it? Because it made me laugh. It made me laugh. What was it? What was it? It was. (laughs) Okay. It's just um, a bunch of animals sitting around. There's a mouse in the middle and then the mouse is talking to Alice and um, he says, Mine is a long and sad tale, said the mouse. And that made me laugh. Because <laughs> it's like, he has a tale. I don't know. It is like. I, I think I know the, the, the part that that comes from. I think it's either yeah, yeah, right yeah. before the caucus race or something. Okay. Yeah, there's all these birds and stuff staring at him. Anyways, the illustrations are really cool. And, and that was cool to see. But nice. um, and I'll tell you what. I was really excited because Frank was really tired. He's like, I think I actually am. <laughs> I actually need to go home. And I was like, yes, same. Like, thank God. <laughs> and then um, and we walked home and he got more pizza. Because I was like, I love pizza. I think pizza. I need another slice of pizza. Um, and, and then, but it was another good night to walk. Um, and and the guy, and this, this girl had a Max Deuce Club shirt on, or jacket on. Max Deuce Club is that um, dive bar in Miami that's very famous and uh, is very cool. And she had this jacket on that I wanted to buy when I was in Miami at the bar, but it was like $80. And I was like, I can't buy that jacket, but like, it's so cool. It was the quid. It's like, it's like black and it says in silver on the back. And I think in jewels, like it says Max, or maybe it's, I don't know if it's Soden or whatever. And then I was so annoying that I had to tell her this. Like, she didn't need to <laughs> What do you mean you this. saw it in the wild? You have to see it. I saw it and I get so excited. I was like, I love your jacket. And she goes, thank you. And then I keep telling her, I go, I actually wanted to buy that jacket. <laughs> and she goes, oh, okay. And I go, I wanted to buy it. I, I'm telling her this. I go, I wanted to buy it. but And then I didn't even mean to, like, accidentally. I probably sound like I was insulting her. I was like, I couldn't really justify spending it. But now that I see you have it. Now that you have it on, I'm really jealous, and it's just so cool. And she just kept going, yeah, okay, thank you. Like, He's never going to wear been, the jacket again. Could I have been more annoying and rude? Oh, my gosh. This was, was this at Radagast, or this is after you've left and you're getting pizza? No, this was – I've left Radagast, and I'm on my way home at outside a pizza place, and she's eating pizza, and I'm like, oh why, did I t- why did I say that to her? I, I should have just stopped with like love your jacket and that should have been the end of my sentence. Yeah, but it, it, it is so weird when you see it. something so specialized in person. I mean, just, yeah. And then I go, I wanted that and I didn't buy it, you know, and I, Lord knows I didn't need it, of course, you know, I definitely didn't need it. Um, but I, you know, so I embarrassed her probably. <laughs> Um, or you made her night. We don't know her side of this. I know. I'm not sure. I'm like, after I like walked to the Frank, I looked at him. I was like, I don't know what I just said to her. Like, I don't think it was good though. You know? <laughs> um, and then, uh, we got home and I honestly, I picked up my face a lot. Cause sometimes I can't not do it. And, uh, and then I went to bed. 
from the most <laughs> I get in those habits and that but that was my whole weekend actually you haven't you haven't told us about your Sunday have you not our, my Sunday I will say my Sunday is very sort of like just a nothing day but I will say Did you that work I worked for some of it um just mostly just because I'm like I'm leaving town for so long that I'm just like yeah you're prepping like getting everything sort yeah. of set up um but I will say what I did do that was sort of like my big thing of the day was a little bit ago I made the good bad decision of <laughs> getting okay. a personal trainer and so I have like you did? yeah I have 45 days to test it out before I'm like committed committed um, okay so I you know it's one of those things that I had a bout of like you know I want to do this mostly because okay. I have a gym membership but the gym is such an alien experience to me like I go in so many like, people feel that way I mean I don't yeah. like the gym I'm like 90 percent of these machines I only ever do the running machines because it's like yeah. I, I call them running machines it's how you know not Jimmy <laughs> I am uh it's a machine <laughs> the running it's machine. a machine that makes you run, run. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like literally every other machine just seems so complicated. And every time I, I am try to very like, intimidated by them, it's so easy to be overwhelmed. And I try to like watch sometimes to see how other people do it. But then I don't want to look like I'm like creeping mm -hmm. and like staring at someone yep. while they're working out. Yep. So a I'm lot of anxiety just, coming up there. Yeah. So basically, I thought this would be a good way for me to be a held accountable. B, mm -hmm. someone would stop me from hurting myself by doing something wrong. And C, so I don't look like such an idiot. Um, so I had my first session oh my God, how and it? it was really good. Honestly, I feel like I learned a lot. I feel like I had a good workout. Um, I almost am sad. Cause like, I didn't want to like it. Cause I didn't want to have to find sure. it. There you go. This, Damn it. I like it. Ah, <laughs> I will say there was this like mortifying thing of like, he walked me through first, like, what were my goals? Like, you know, took my measurements and stuff. And mm -hmm. I feel like my body type, just for listeners <laughs> who are trying to imagine, <laughs> I, I would describe, I would describe this. listeners, okay, yeah. <laughs> I have strong legs, very okay. lanky noodle arms, and like mm -hmm. a big stomach. Mm -hmm. Like all of the weight that I gain only builds Goes on my stomach, stomach for some reason. Sure, sure. So well, I, everybody carry, holds everything so differently. Yes. That's where I hold my weight too. I, I want it to be spread out. I'm like, really, my arms can't get a little bit of this fat. Please. Give it, give it over here. Why not over here? Yeah. So, it makes, yeah, it makes all of my sizing very awkward for clothes. Mm. But so I went, and there was this moment where he's asking me to describe like what I eat, and you know, I'm like, oh, you don't know, have like <laughs> nobody know, likes that. Question. I hate that question. Okay. <laughs> but I will say, there's something about telling someone you've just met who doesn't know you, uh -huh. and someone uh -huh. who's like. I mean, I don't know if all personal trainers are like this, but someone is like very serious, you know, and like yeah, an adult, yeah. adult, not like really taking in your food. Yeah. So <laughs> I go, was... actually, did you start <laughs> lying at any point? Well, I, oh, I, I, I lied by omission, and then when I was, <laughs> I was like, yeah, you know, I try to eat healthy. I like eat maybe like two big meals a day, but honestly, I'm more of a snacker. And I will say, I do think that's my problem in life is I probably snack mm -hmm. too much and. Mm -hmm. I am a proud snacker, which Same. makes this next part sort of like I feel like I was betraying myself. Okay. It's he, okay. It's okay. Let it out. <laughs> he hears this and he's like, oh, like what kind of well, what kind of snacks do you eat every day? And <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now, I have never felt so juvenile. Like I felt oh, like such a fucking child. I know what you did. Okay. <laughs> I was like, uh candy pretzels yep. and popcorn yep. and he just looked mm -hmm. at me and he's like are you a student and i was like oh. 
And I was like, no, I'm like completely removed from this student life. That's really uh, funny. Oh my yeah, god! I was mortified, and there, there was just no way. I felt bad. I was like, "Why no do you out. feel like so juvenile, like kiddish, saying that?" Like, but there is something about like a thirty-something-year-old being like, "I eat a lot of candy." <laughs> I do too, though. I know, and I'm not supposed to. Uh, but I yeah. love, like, I bought fruit snacks. I love fruit snacks. Are fruit so snacks. But. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you? I I don't want you to feel shame. <laughs> well, yeah, I feel like I now I can add. I would have been beside you, going, I eat a I lot of too. popcorn as well. Okay, it's a large part of my diet. But I feel like um, what's so interesting is, a snacking just seems so alien to him. But yeah. I also have realized I sort of treated him like I treat my dentist, where I'm like, I'm sort of telling the truth. Yeah. Sort a of version of the truth. Yeah, because I feel like honestly, I don't think they could handle hearing my truth. Like I yeah, think like, you can't handle the truth. <laughs> you can't handle the truth about snacks is really funny, and I'm writing that down. <laughs> so yeah, that's I mean, that was the most eventful part of my day. The rest was just sort of nothing, but I'm got another session on Tuesday. When so. okay, so how often yeah, what's how do you do you like this guy though? Well, I mean, I do like the guy. Um What's interesting is like I, I hate like saying real names on the podcast, but I'm going. No, to. don't say you don't. You don't have to. Well, I just I want to say something about like he oh. has his name is Matthew, but like he goes by Matthew, not Matt, and I feel like I just instinctively want to shorten it, like assume there's a familiarity that we haven't yet earned. Yeah. <laughs> okay okay but you i, I so i'm constantly Matt, Matty, catching myself. yeah exactly I'm, yeah. Like, I'm acting way too overly familiar with this person <laughs> well you'll get there i'm sure but it's just once a week and you know honestly he was really great and i feel like the session was great so i'm hoping i can find a way to make this work moving forward i'm excited for you i'm excited for your new journey <laughs> well mindy and our last question for you is uh, where, where, where would you rate your weekend one to ten? Oh, ten. Absolute ten out of ten. I knew it. Yeah, I knew that because you almost made me cry just telling me about your Saturday. So, <laughs> very beautiful, Derek. What about you? Where does it stand? I don't know. I feel like an eight. I feel like it was. Okay. It was a good weekend. It just wasn't that memorable. Yeah, I'm going ten too because I I was at so cool. many parties. I mean that's true. <laughs> and the wild moment of Vadim being at. Caroline's birthday. Oh, the other thing too is Vadim's girlfriend has his daughter. Little girls love me. I, you know what? Sorry, sorry, not sorry. Okay. <laughs> this girl glommed onto me from the moment I walked in. She covered my face in glitter stickers, and I was carrying her around for the whole like five hours I was there. And it's like if people would look at me like, "Is that your kid?" I go, "No." <laughs> We get along and we just met. Um, and <laughs> I really energy. fell in love. I fell in, I was like, I wanted to be like, I'll babysit. <laughs> Do you need someone? Mendo it. Um, but I'm, I'm going 10. Maybe just because nice. I met that little girl, actually. I can't believe I forgot to bring her up. I was so into her. <laughs> I sound I sound weird right now, but I, I just love little girls. Oh. That also sounded weird. Okay. <laughs> that sounded weird. I don't know how actually. to do <laughs> I can't I can't I can't get out of this hole. But um well, Mindy, thank you so much for joining uh, us this evening. Yes, and, thank um, you so much. Listeners, listeners can find all of Mindy's work on, on Instagram at um, 
booking with, with reservation. Reserva- what, no, yeah. with reservation. I'm, I almost <laughs> just like said your email. I'm very <laughs> I'm tired. Okay, with reservation. And um, and if you're a comedian, obviously, but you know, you know, if you're a comedian, you already know Mindy. That's how it goes. Um, oh, but it was a pleasure speaking with you. you guys, so thank you so much fun. for chatting. And I, I hope all your yeah, weekends are as yeah, fun. Yeah, next weekend is boring. We're doing some stuff around the apartment, so. Mm, I guess with every yeah. up, there must be yeah, a day. Yeah, it was yeah. really great to see you guys. That was What'd You Do This Weekend with Hillary and Derek. And a quick thank you to our band, Caravella. You can follow us at This Weekend Pod on Instagram, where you'll be able to see photographic evidence of our weekends and our guests. And you can send compliments or cease and desist notices to our email at thisweekendpod at gmail.com. Bye.